on the 77 WABC app. Our next guest is a longtime political consultant, uh, author, prolific guy, a little bit, uh, sometimes he's uh, outspoken on various things and people say, well, he's flamboyant, whatever. Whatever he is, he was a friend of Richard Nixon's. He was a friend of President Trump's, and that's what got him into trouble because he was a friend of the president. He was a confidant. He got swept up in the Mueller hoax, which we now know the extent to which this hoax was perpetrated. I mean, it went all the way seemingly to the top, President Obama, from what we learned recently. But when this uh, next guest, Roger Stone, was arrested, they actually we were just talking about D-Day. They actually did a raid on his house that was uh, uh, similar to it was even bigger than the raid on Osama bin Laden's compound. This guy, Rogers, poor Roger Stone, who if they just called up and said, would you show up uh, to our offices here? We're going to prosecute. He would have showed up with his lawyer. Anyway, they did this big raid with helicopters and Navy SEALs and all that stuff. And he was convicted. It turns out that uh, the judge was biased. It turns out that the jury four person was biased. And then the prosecutors recommended that he be sentenced to way higher than the guidelines uh, uh, offered up, a sentence to seven to nine years. And Attorney General Bill Barr stepped in and said, no, 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 you got to lower that, lower that to like three, four years or something like that. So he ultimately got 40 months sentence and the sentencing was supposed to occur on April 30th. It's been delayed to May 30th for the coronavirus, unless he tells us different. May 30th is his sentencing date. Anyway, let's bring him in right now. Roger Stone, good morning. Welcome back to the Bernie and Sid Show, uh, Roger Stone. I'm glad to be here. You know, the last time I was on with you guys, I was still under a court-ordered gag order, so I had to choose my words extremely carefully or I would have been thrown in jail. Now, 16 months after my First Amendment free speech rights were taken away from me, uh, with my conviction, uh, I, they have been restored. Uh, I have a, an, an order to surrender to the Bureau of Prisons on May 30th. I have uh, filed my notice of appeal, uh, but everything you said was true. They subjected me to a Soviet-style show trial, uh, and this all began... Uh, and it's taken 16 months, but for one solid year, CNN and MSNBC and the New York Times and the Washington Post said Roger Stone will be charged with treason. Roger Stone will be charged with espionage. Roger Stone will be charged with conspiracy against the United States. Roger Stone will be charged with cyber crimes, including the receipt and dissemination of the WikiLeaks disclosures. Roger Stone will be charged with wire fraud, (laughs) mail fraud, aiding and abetting, uh, accessory to a felony after the fact. So they they conned a judge by telling him that they had evidence of those crimes. They didn't. They performed a legal proctological exam on me, uh, looking at every email, every text message, every phone call, every paper file going back four years. And you know what they found? Nothing. <laughs> Squat. Nothing. No, nothing. I know th- th- you're completely caught up in a in a pro- what they call a process crime. You did nothing wrong. There was no Russia collusion, and uh, you're suffering the consequences nonetheless. And knowing well, what we know char- now, they Roger, charged me. they charged me with lying to Congress, but that's because Mueller got together with Schiff, and they and they they formulated these gotcha questions, none of which were material, none of which hid any underlying crime. 
This is a frame job. Well, the question, though, now, Roger, is now that we know what we know, and Bernie pointed a lot of it out, that it may have gone as high as Barack Obama. In fact, the good bet is it did go as high as Barack Obama. Joe Biden lied about it this week on Good Morning America. Now that we know what we know, does that change anything for you, or are you still set to surrender next week? Well, it's, a, it's an interesting question. Um, if, the, if the investigation was illegitimate, how can the charges against me be legitimate? Correct. Uh, but uh, my lawyers are very focused on that point. Of course, the fact that I was not given a fair trial is more than enough grounds for the president to pardon me or to commute my sentence. Uh, I am hopeful. I am praying to God that he will do that. Uh, but every day we learn new things. So Steve Bannon testified against me at his trial, at my trial, said that he spoke to me regularly and I updated him on the WikiLeaks disclosures. That's funny because last week when they released his sworn testimony to the House Intelligence Committee, he said he never spoke to me about WikiLeaks or Julian Assange, not even once. <laughs> so he either lied to the House Intelligence Committee, which is what I was charged with, or he lied on the stand during my trial. Which one is it? Yeah, you know, uh, Roger, and speaking of the, the WikiLeaks disclosures, and that, that was the core of the case against you, You're, you had a connection to them, a back-channel connection to Julian Assange. But do we know now, <clears throat> do we know definitively that the Russians did actually hack the DNC, and, and that's how uh, Julian Assange got the uh, information do we know no, that fact, definitively? No, 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 we do not. In fact, all the forensic evidence uh, is to the contrary. So if you read the first five pages of my indictment, they say straightforward. The Russian intelligence hacked the DNC, gave the information to WikiLeaks, uh, and, and Stone was a conduit to give it to the Trump campaign, which was not what I was charged with and not true. No. The judge prohibited me from using forensic evidence and expert testimony at trial to prove that the Russians never hacked the DNC. No one hacked the DNC. All of the forensic evidence leads to the conclusion that the data was downloaded to some kind of portable drive and taken out the back door. But they fear the truth, so they, would not, they barred me from, from making that case in my defense. They also barred me from arguing selective prosecution. We know Comey lied, Brennan lied, Clapper lied, Rosenstein yeah, lied, McCabe lied, Hillary lied, but none of them have been prosecuted for lying to Congress. No, they only just prosecute Roger You Stone. and General right. Flynn, but, but, but let me ask you, before we move on from uh, the DNC question and the, and the hacking, you said it went out the back door. Remember that kid that was killed in Washington, D.C.? The young man, I should say. Uh, do you suspect that, bring it back to him, do you suspect that he had something to do with it, that he was killed maybe because of, uh, the, maybe he had that information, he was part of the hacking or, the, or taking it out the back door? You are speaking of Seth Rich, and yes. it's certainly yes. something that the D.C. Metropolitan Police should have considered mm. in their non-investigation. Yeah. His computer, which was turned over to the police, has miraculously disappeared. <laughs> How amazing. The last, yeah. bar, the last bar he was before he started to walk home, while it's amazing, the, the security camera footage is missing. Right. How incredible. His, wow. You know, his parents initially said that his ring, his wallet, and his jewelry, and his credit cards were entirely intact. 
Then later they said, no, he was the victim of a robbery. Right. They changed the no, story. I, find it suspic- I make yeah. no assertion. But I do. I certainly think it's suspicious. No, no, he's right there with Vincent Foster. We want to know the truth about Seth Rich and Vincent Foster. So listen, Roger, uh, we're hoping, of course, that being, uh, this whole thing gets turned around because, uh, as we know, the whole thing was a hoax to begin with. So therefore, your whole, the whole procedure turns out to be a hoax. But regardless of that, Roger, Bernie pointed out that scene at your Fort Lauderdale home that morning when they came in like you were the, the biggest drug dealer in the history of the world uh, with 9 million people to arrest you. Uh, which was unfair, and you've lost millions and millions of dollars. I know that you people have donated a lot of money to you, which I'm very happy about, in an effort to help you. So even if, even if, you know, Donald Trump pardons you or something happens where you don't do this jail time, which you shouldn't do one day, not one day, what about all the other pain and suffering you've been through? How do you, how do you get that money back, that time back? What do you do then? I'm going to have to get a job. Maybe, maybe it'll be the Sid and Bernie and Rogers. Who knows? <laughs> Hey, you're welcome. Hey, John Katsimatidis, our owner, loves you. I, I heard you on his show just two weeks ago. So you want to move back to New York City? <laughs> uh, John, is a great, he's a great man, a truly great man. He's been very, very generous to me uh, in this period. No, you're right. I, they wiped me out. I've lost my home. I've lost my car. I've lost most of my insurance. I've lost my savings. But worse than all of that, because of the gag order, I lost my ability to make a living. Yeah. I, I write and speak. That's what I do for money. And I, I was prohibited from, from doing it. Uh, I want to make one important correction, because this, the left is now trying to distract from the fact that Obama and Biden and Brennan and Clapper and Comey are caught red-handed. The initial sentencing recommendation by the four, they keep telling you these were career, non-political career line prosecutors. That's a lie. Two of them, one of them worked for Barack Obama, uh, in the White House, one of them worked for Hillary Clinton at the State Department. They were rabid partisans. Recommended a seven to nine year sentence based on my involvement in foreign election, uh, foreign interference in our election. That's not what I was charged with. That's not what I was convicted of. But nonetheless, Barr's DOJ never withdrew that, and they said they said they stood behind it. They also issued a new sentencing memo saying, Your Honor, here, that's the high range. Here's the low range. It's up to you. Do whatever you want. So there was no interference mm-hmm. in right. my sentencing. Right. None. But the, these four prosecutors who hold themselves out to be non-political, every one of them is political. Every single one of them. Yeah, four of them uh, that quit. And, and of course, uh, legally, what you're a victim of is, uh, the, in legal terms, they call it the fruit of the poisonous tree, and, and it should be Correct. thrown out. It should be thrown out. It should not be going to jail whatsoever. But apparently, you, you have to report on May 30th unless something changes in the meantime. Although you can, you can, I mean, and I don't mean this as a joke. I'm not trying to be funny here, Roger, but you are 67 years old, and with the whole COVID-19 thing, maybe that can get you a couple, more, a couple more weeks, a couple of months before we get this thing thrown out. Well, it's a legitimate argument because yeah. I can't tell you. They have designated a prison for me. I cannot, I'm not allowed to tell you where it is for security reasons, but I can tell you it is a hotbed of COVID-19. Oh, there you go. I'm, 60, I'm 67 years old. That's right. Uh, a vigorous 67, but nonetheless, yeah, that's a legitimate. My, my family is very concerned about that, as they should be. As they should. They let Manafort, uh, Paul Manafort, out, another victim of the poisonous tree, yes, uh, but not, not, not quite like you. He, I mean, he did some things, but whatever. 
Either way, uh, regarding the president's pardon, I, I'm sure, I'm, I'm sure about that he's going to pardon you. The question is, will he do it before the election or after the election? And uh, what are your uh, prospects? I know you say you're praying for. What do you think you know, I, the president I, I, I will really do? do? I don't know because I, I want to be clear. I haven't made any formal request or, or application for a pardon, not that one is needed. On the other hand, there's a legitimate uh, uh, danger to my health. If I had to sit in prison for four or five months waiting for a pardon or for two years waiting for an appeal, I'll never make it. Yeah. Never make it. True. No. And, true. and one last question for me is that what do you think of the uh, – uh, what are your thoughts on the jury foreman now that you can speak out? The one who was so biased, I mean, uh, the fact that they didn't throw out the case is mind-boggling. But that jury – Tamika, whatever the hell her name is, what do you think of her now? What can you tell us? Well, I think people need to understand the situation. Uh, we now know that in 2019 she was attacking me by name as well as Donald Trump on her Twitter feed. What she would do is she would take her Facebook links and put them up on Twitter. During the trial, she had them all on private settings. So there was no way for my lawyers to know. So in the judge's uh, opinion, rejecting a new trial, she said your lawyers had an obligation to find this and they had the opportunity. No, they didn't. Immediately after the trial, she took her Facebook down. She yes. had it since 2008. Mm-hmm. She, she closed it and opened a new one. Unbelievable. Wow. I mean, just she attacked, me on the, she attacked me on the day I was arrested. Yep. And subsequently, she said all Donald Trump supporters are racist. But the judge said none of that uh, indicates any evidence of bias. <laughs> unbelievable. unbelievable. It's unbelievable bias. The hey, judge, too. It's Amy, just as bad. The judge's name, just to be clear, the, name's, the judge's name is Amy Berman Jackson. Yeah. She has no regard for the Constitution or the law. She's almost as bad as this guy, Emmett Sullivan, who has just appointed a new special prosecutor to consider whether Flynn should now be charged for, for perjury right. because he was forced to plead to charges he didn't uh, commit. This guy they appointed, Gleason, this judge, he is as dirty as they come. He, yeah. he, and, uh, he and Andrew Weissman were partners uh, in the Southern District. They lied on the stand about a mafia informant, and because of their lies, a number of the Colombo family chiefs had their convictions reversed. This guy's a Clinton appointee, and he's dirty. Yeah, yeah, but they're all dirty. Has clearly lost yeah. his mind. Hey, Roger, on the way out, for folks that uh, want to help you in terms of donations, I know you've got the website still set up. Where do people go? If you want to help pay for my continuing legal fight, you can go to stonedefensefund.com. If you want to sign the petition to the president urging him to pardon me, which three quarters of a million people have now done, you can go to freerogerstone.com. Awesome. Hey, listen, well, we, we will do that. And by the way, he will definitely pardon you. The question, of course, is when. And we, we wish you all the best. And uh, hopefully they'll give you an, an extension regarding this uh, coronavirus, uh, you know, uh, the, the, the danger that you face yeah. if you go to prison. Roger Stone, thank you for appearing on the Bernie and Sid Show. Thank you. Appreciate it.